Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Oh, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Why you let them take me, Timmy? Yeah. Oh, Give me the push and the tush, Demi. Pu- you know, I am actually Uber Eats. I am not the priest. I am. Oh, why you never give me the push and the tush, Demi? You know, I have your McDonald's here. Do you want the McDonald's? Thank you. No problem. You like the nugget? <laughs> mm, you like the prince fry? Mm, push and the tush. Ooh, push and the tush. I think that you just like this sentence, push and the tush, and you've tried to oh. work it into the show somehow. No, you you big man, you big lying man. Oh, yes. Me. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? This is uh, this is side stories oh. here. Oh, push of the tush. Timmy never give me pushing the tush. Is that a, I have to do. Is that like a deleted exercises. scene from The Exorcist, the yes. orderlies version? Yes. yes. I sometimes just have to give myself. A nice vocal warm-up right. to start the show. Of course. It, for me, it's me encouraging myself. That's all that matters. I am Ben. That's Henry. It yeah. would be interesting to see, you know, with, uh, what was it, Blair? That's the name of the gal that was possessed there in The Exorcist, Linda Blair. What if That's you, the name of the actress, yeah, yes. What if you don't cure the kid and they just grow older with the demon inside of them and then they're in a retirement home and then technically they would have to get the forced enemas and all of that stuff? Maybe the devil would just leave if they got to see how horrible we treat our elderly. I think that's an incredible idea for a movie. <laughs> I think that there was a book that's based of, I want to say that there's like my best friend's exorcism. There's a book that I believe Natalie was reading that's sort of like that. Really? But I love the idea of growing up with the devil. Yes. Like y- you are possessed by the devil and you guys have your relationship as it goes, as it gets older and older. And then you have to deal with like what happens when you age out of the workforce. Exactly. What happens when, yeah, when you're There's in the, the devil's, retirement home. The devil screaming about automation at a VFW. I mean, that- I mean, then we just this just sounds like a commentary <laughs> upon what's happening to the boomers. It really is. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of uh, dying people, the baby boomers are dying off. And dare I say we lost a good baby boomer. There's not many out there, but we lost Stanton Friedman today. And that was I what? didn't you, you broke the news to me, Henry, before the show. 
I, I'm surprised you weren't crying. I, that's a little bit of a shock, isn't it? I mean, not that much I, of a shock. Um, but. I am feeling definitely very mixed emotions because it's two, two of some of my favorite people, Stanton Friedman and Tim Conway, died today. No, Dorf? Dorf. Dorf oh. is now in heaven. Dorf on heaven. No. And it is incredible. I, they, 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 we had them for so long. Yes. Tim Conway. Arguably one of the funniest human beings who ever been born. Sure. You fucking have a problem with that. You come at me. You will catch these hands. When it comes to, thank you, Braun Strowman. Get these hands. Yep. Very good. Yep. Uh, yeah, when it comes to on your knees humor, when it comes to scuttling humor, Tim Conway was the best. He was maybe the funniest scuttler. Belittling him. Truly, even in the punny version of the word belittling. You're belittling a man who is a comedic genius. He wasn't just Dorf. I know. He wasn't just Dorf. I know. But Dorf, yes, was the crown jewel, wasn't it? Yes, of course it really was. It was. But if you Stanton Friedman, we're remembering you today. Uh the the, the biggest proponent of the Nuts and bolts, UFO theory. He was uh, someone who, who wanted hard facts. Yep. He he wanted uh, to he wanted to convince the world, and he knew the only way he could do it was was to do it with unmovable facts because that's how you get the the most stubborn person on your side. Is that you're supposed to you know like give them the 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 full plate. The full fucking buffet-loaded plate of the truth. Absolutely. That's what he was trying to deliver, but he delivered to himself. He did. And that's all that matters. That- and so here's a quote I want to give from Stanton T. Friedman. All right. Wherever you are right now, deep, maybe in an alternative dimension. I know you didn't believe that, so you probably would be pissed. If he is, uh, yeah. If he is, he would be upset if he shows up and he's in a world of octopus that's under the water and that he is one. He's going to be like, oh, this is some kind of trip to the grocery store. He says that again. I could see um, that, though, because he's got the big, bushy eyebrows. I think he would do well in that octopus world. You know, He looks like an under-the-sea creature. That's insulting. That's not insulting. Again, you are low-key <laughs> insulting these men. You're insulting these these wonderful men. I love both of <laughs> but- them. Here is the here's a quote from him, and I just I just love it. It's also important to remember. There is no doubt in my mind, after thirty seven years of study and investigation, that the evidence is overwhelming that planet Earth is being visited by intelligently controlled vehicles whose origin is extraterrestrial. There are no acceptable arguments against flying saucer reality. Only people who either haven't studied the relevant data or have a strong will not to believe that Earth is at the bottom of the heap sociologically and technologically in our local galactic neighborhood. I love it. You can see the eyebrows uh, uh, just furling as he speaks. Um, Also, you know, he didn't stop working. This man worked until he died. And you know he worked until he died because he died at Toronto's Pearson International Airport, and uh, he was on his way to a speaking engagement in Ohio. Is there anything worse than dying in an airport? That's I, really because it's how we might go. I know it's how it, we might go. I know it could happen any time. We're flying out again. We'll see you in Kansas City, Denver, Salt Lake City here this weekend. But my God, I just feel like you never know where you're going to go. I just wish that it's not an airport. I hope it's not an well, airport. For him, I think that he truly did enjoy the work. 
He liked being the face of ufology, especially nuts and bolts ufology. He liked putting, he liked kissing babies and shaking hands and being a, a face for the world of ufology, somebody you can count on. So I think in the end he died doing what he loved, but I think it's also important to remember, let's not work ourselves to death. But as someone said on a Twitter, uh, uh, one of the, because I posted about Stanton Friedman passing this morning, and on Twitter mm-hmm. I had someone uh, comment that I thought was actually very apropos, but it's like basically he died the way a physicist lives, which is as soon as they stop working, they die. Because of, that's what he said. I remember on our Patreon interview with him, yes. he straight up said, I'm just about to retire. I am, I am trying to get out. I'm trying to get out, right. but they keep pulling me back in. Yep. And they do because ufology needs people with credentials. That's one last actual stalwart, mm-hmm. strong voice in the ufology world that is now gone. Absolutely. Well, I've said it again, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Stanton Friedman is the Donald Glover. What Donald Glover was in... No, is it Donald Glover? What? what? For, uh, what's the name? Lethal Weapon. It's not Donald Glover. Danny, Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Donald Glover is someone that we know. That's that's Childish Gambino. We did know him. I don't know no, if he you say he know us now, no, but no. we did know we him. We did know him before he before he became a superstar and he's very talented. Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. That's who I was referring to. He wanted to he just wanted to retire and he ended up uh well, he didn't die in that movie Stanton Freeman is dead. All right. Well, speaking of um <laughs> things here that are involved in the, speaking of sky things henry okay so on the last episode we said oh are you in the navy are you a seaman are you a, any yeah. seaman out there let us know are there know. any seaman is there any seaman out there any seaman out there let us know if you've seen some kooky dooky stuff in the skies and well, i had some people promise me some emails and then they never sent them. So now, so this, I want you, some. I want some written down. Actual, like I have one good email to read, but I want some Navy sightings because I've had several people send me DMs okay. saying that if you like, one dude sent a haunting DM that I, I forget the name of him. He said that he was working on a battleship and he was on an all night duty. <laughs> 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 uh, that must have been a big duty, huh? Uh, yeah, it was right. <laughs> real oh, long one, real submarine. <laughs> yep. A real sinker. Just seamen sitting on a duty. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. Yep. It's called pulling a Danny Glover actually. No kid. Which is really strange. Yeah, coming on top of a lump of shit. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. But he said that he was on the prow, brow yes. of his ship. Uh- <laughs> and one of the things he was on the Stan Friedman of his ship, the beautiful yes. brow. Okay. He said that he saw, and him and two other guys on the boat saw this black, shiny onyx cube mm. in the sky that they went to their commanding officer to go and tr- be like, hey, we're seeing some shit. What is this? They said that um, nothing had pinged on the radar. Okay. And they went back out to look at it, and it was gone. All right. Interesting. And they said they were in the, the uh, China Sea, South China Sea. Interesting. Well, you might like this story, Henry. This one's going right out to you. It's actually from the Navy Times. Uh, oh, yeah? Yes. The Navy is currently, it has a probe going on into what they're calling a sky penis. Now, this no. is 100% true. Uh, it was the EA 
18G Growler jet crew, they drew a penis across the clear blue skies of Washington State in 2017, and the story has never been told until right now. Very interesting. Yeah, it's finally coming to light, but I guess apparently there's been, you know, several memes. It was supposed to be, it was put up right before the annual Army-Navy game, Uh and people did not know the origin of this giant flying penis, but apparently now we do know. Okay, so it was the work. Thank God. You know, out of all the things that I'm happy the Navy is getting to the bottom of, not like what's going on with the Strait of Hormuth, what's happening with the Iranians, who made the sky penis? Who did I it? I could see the, the Navy version of Jonah Jameson just being like, get me a picture of that sky penis. <laughs> Him yelling at the two men in their, their slick. To the touch, so it, army navy uniform. Ooh, man, you definitely don't want to be a slick to the touch navy man. Uh, it mm-hmm. was the work of two junior officers with quote the zappers of Electronic Attack Squadron One Thirty, who had sky time to kill and noticed that the white contrails their jet produced were particularly ro- robust that afternoon. So they never counted on those contrails lingering long enough for folks on the ground to see their phallic render. According to the copy of military, according to a copy of the military's sky penis investigation obtained exclusively by the Navy Times. So this sky penis investigation. They had like, you know, this isn't quite up there with like the Mueller investigation, but it seems like it was like Mueller investigation. And then there's one step down. It's like, okay, who made the sky penis? And then it's just tax dollars were spent. (laughs) Looking for the origins of the sky penis, because I guess some people, obviously, a lot of people laughed. But then, unfortunately, uh, what do we deal with on an everyday basis? 30% of people are totally fucking lame. Oh. And so they were watching it, and they were complaining. What? About this. Yes, they were saying, how am I supposed to explain to my child what's going on in the sky? Being like, it's a penis. Yes. It is a, it's a part of the physical anatomy. And guess what? If it's a six-year-old boy... He's well aware of his penis already. Well aware of that lawnmower starter. That's for damn sure. Well, I have two gay older brothers, and I got to say, my brother Chris, um, you know, when you go into the bathroom at, the, at his house here, it's all penis. There was a, well, yeah, he's celebrating. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the towel hooks, that's little penises, and I'm not even, like, lying here. There's, like, there's, there's penises everywhere, and we were just at a hotel, as a matter of fact. Where was that hotel that had all the, the boobs and the ears and the, and the penis? It was some art hotel. Was that Cincinnati? It was in Cleveland. Cleveland? It was in Cleveland, yes. Oh, my goodness. So the penises no, everywhere. No, was that Cleveland? Maybe. Oh my God! It, this is what we're turning into. This is this. This is how our stories are going to be. But yes, it was a shower. No, this is that had Henry, disembodied don't, don't, body parts on it. Yeah, that, that is actually. This is the new segment called "Was It Cleveland?" Go on, Henry. <laughs> but it had like these fucking like what was like one just tit made out <laughs> of porcelain, so like weird. coming out of the thing. Being like, am I supposed to be rubbing on this? Like they had a couple of mouths. Being like, am I supposed to be using this Ugh. for sex? So according to Krem 2, a local TV station, they broke the news story after wow. a woman snapped pics of the sky penis on November 16th, 2017. Um, I, this is according to Krem 2. They said, a mother who lives in Okanagan 
who took pictures of the drawing, reached out to Krem2 to complain about the images, saying she was upset she might have to explain to her young children what the drawings were. The story Whoa, of the... I know. Like, no. seriously, if you can't describe a penis or you should not have a child, if you're too immature to look at a fake penis in the sky and i don't know how to drink every time we say the word penis unless you are driving in which case pull over and then do not get back in the car uber home and then drink yeah just stay at the bar just live there live at the bar live there think about how scared you would be if you didn't know what a penis was man or a woman number one as a as a man what's this trunk coming out of me that makes me do terrible things right (laughs) number two woman confronting or man confronting a penis for the first time in a sexual manner as even maybe as an older person and it's going oh as a thing gets bigger like it goes Ugh. like it's a fucking cobra like it's so dangerous looking i think at that point where you're just like why did it get bigger slap it down it sounds slap it slap it down and then it starts shooting blood on- how scary would Ugh. that be Sounds like the story of Andre Chikatilo's first erection. Mm-hmm. Um, it also prompted this sky penis really got – this is like the Navy. We have operated more missions that have killed more people than any other military in yes. modern time. And yes. they are just devastated by this sky penis. It prompted nervous commanders to file urgent communiques to Navy leadership back in Washington, D.C. The red phone is blinking. The red phone is blinking. What's going on? Oh, have the North Korean finally launched a missile no 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 sir it's not that big of a deal it's much no 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 sir it's a much bigger deal there's a sky penis sir stanton friedman's in there being like it's very well possible that uh, the clouds could have formed some sort of phallic arrangement but uh, there is no real explanation for why it is coming <laughs> I have this. I, I want to talk about. I want to go through that because a part of what has come out with this article is the back and forth between the uh, the lieutenant and the pilot. Okay, it's pretty wonderful. All right, great. Yes. So the lieutenant, the guy in charge, the first thing he says was, "Draw a giant penis. That would be awesome." Okay. The pilot joked, "What did you do in your flight? Oh, it turned dinosaurs into sky penises." <laughs> You should totally try to draw a penis, the EW advised. The EWO advised. Uh, I could definitely draw one. That would be easy, the pilot boasted. I could basically draw a figure eight, turn back around, and come back. I'm going to go down, <laughs> grab some speed, hopefully get out of the contrail layer so that we're not connected to each other. They theorized in the second order effects of their nascent skydiving. Dude, that would be so funny. Airliners coming back on their way into Seattle and see this big fucking giant penis we could almost draw a vein in the middle of it too soon the ewo reported they were definitely marking they found the sweet altitude and the contrail sky penis was being born in their wake balls are gonna be a little lopsided the pilot advised (laughs) balls are complete i just gotta navigate a little bit over here for the shaft which way is the shaft going the wos (laughs) the shaft will go to the left it's gonna be a wide shaft the ewo noted i don't want to make it just like Three balls, the pilot said. Let's do it. Oh, the head of that penis is going to be thick. Yeah, some like Chinese weather satellite right now is going to be like, what the fuck? Chinese, the pilot, the pilot surmise. <laughs> I'm just, it's totally, I am just loving it. It's brilliant. To get out of this, I'm going to like go down to the right and we'll come back over to the top and try to make, take a look at it. I have a feeling the balls will have dissipated by then, his partner answered. It's possible. 
Oh, yes, that was fucking amazing, the pilot said. This is so obvious. That's a fucker, EWO said. Dude, I'm amazed McNeely? at this state. Yes. Is Holden McNeely from Wizard of the Bruiser in the Navy, and we didn't know about it? And then another jet, another jet EWO, he radioed to them, your artwork is amazing. Glad you guys noticed, the pilot replied. So within hours of the phallic rendering, the squadron sent an alert to higher-ups in the official information dispatch that reached the chief of naval operations. They say aircrew maneuvered an EA-18G aircraft in a pattern that resulted in contrails depicting an obscene image when viewed from the ground. It warned, media attention is expected. Uh, <laughs> flying, flying as Zapper 21, the lieutenants responsible for the drawing took off um, from Whidbey with another jet at about noon that day, according to the investigation. The squadron's commander officer would later praise the pilot as a shy introvert and, quote, a whiz kid who managed our training and, and readiness with higher efficiency and effectiveness than anyone else I have ever seen in a squadron. So look at that. These guys are on the front lines of the war against God knows what we're at war with currently. And they also have the ability to perform great artistic works in the sky. Isn't that great? <laughs> Wonderful. They're just having fun. I guess it's one of those stories where it just shows that the military is having fun. But maybe we should also maybe at some point look into the millions upon millions of dollars that are being funneled into our military budget mm-hmm. under the guise of like black ops budgets and all these kind of things that we can't look into. And, and stories like this. Sort of help cover all that up. Sure, but, you know, sure. But otherwise, it's fun. Yes, absolutely. Um, there were some people who said, quote, my initial reaction was, no, bad. That's what the pilot wrote in a statement after the incident. But for some reason still unknown to me, I eventually decided to do it. Their sky penis plan of attack was captured on their cockpit. <laughs> now it all comes together. The sky penis was captured on their cockpit video recording system, a transcript, transcript which was included, which uh, Henry just read. So there you go. Sky penis, the long time mystery that was, is now solved. And, uh, you know, I hope these guys aren't punished for the sky penis. And again, if you have a kid and you can't explain what a penis is or the anatomy of the human body, what are you doing? Just talk to your I honestly, kids. there are so many other hard things to have to figure out how to tell your kids. And honestly, we already have such a problem with sexuality in this country as it is. We're such a puritanical society. We can't seem to just say the words penis and vagina. I think they're saying it more often now. I think kids are, are we don't know, because you are, um, the closest thing you have to a child is y- your beers. And the closest thing I have right. to a child is how well I take care of all of my sneakers. So I don't know what it's like to to speak to a child Mm -hmm. now and I don't know what they're telling kids but I do think they're trying to because I know like they're, they're, they're being informed more so about homosexuality and how like it's normal and saying that trans people are normal they, they, they at least in Brooklyn they are and I imagine Los Angeles they are well I don't but I don't know I'm not sure you know what I'm gonna say this and everyone should take great comfort in knowing that Henry and I have not been in a elementary school room since we were in elementary school, because it's almost we don't like have I'm not allowed. Yes, we're because we're yeah, adults. Like I, yeah, because I don't want to go in. No, I don't want to be anywhere near kids. I don't like vacationing near kids. I was able to, like, we had our honeymoon. We're sitting in the spa, right? I went to the spa because it's my honeymoon. I'm trying to fucking, you know, I'm trying to relax myself. Trying to unclench. I go into this. I go into back. So yeah, I'm nude. 
Oh, okay, right, because sure. I'm going from the various different hot rooms because I'm soaking up every every dollar I spent in that spa. Right. So I use everything when I go in the spa. I use the hair gel. I shave. I cover myself in all the cremes. I eat their little cookies. Mm. I drink all the like the lemon water. I do all of it. So, Anything that's around, I use every type of towel. So you just let everybody know that you don't have a lot of money. You're just one no, of those I, where they're just like, no. oh, it's very obvious. This is the first time he's ever left. Scranton, Ohio, or Scranton, Warren Pennsylvania. Buffett. My brain I don't is know. God. Scranton, Ohio does not. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Warren Buffett spends nine dollars a day on his egg McMuffin and his like Walmart type. That's the opposite. I think if they show up, be like, "That's a man who knows how to use his money." If only they knew how frag- flagrantly I spent it on other things, mm-hmm. then they'd see. But I'm in the spa. I'm coming out, and my dangler's out because I'm feeling confident because I'm in an adult in an adult world. Yikes. These two 14-year-olds are in there watching me like I'm some kind of fucking cryptid coming out of a lake. Yeah, buddy. I, is it not a 18-plus place? It should have been. It was too nice for it to have not been. Wait a But second. I don't want these kids in there. I don't think it's... it's are you sure it was a nude uh, spa? No one said anything about it not being nude. But did they say, like, nudies welcome, come on yeah, in, take course. those clothes off? Say, no, they try not to do, they don't do that at a spot. They're like, hey, what are you doing with your pants off, you fucking pervert? Take those pants off. Hmm. Like, it's not like that when you walk into a spot. <laughs> okay. Well, you just No, I don't those... like the kids seeing me. Well, spe- They're sitting there looking at me like I'm, like, like I'm the creep. Well, speaking of lessons in anatomy, I'm sure that they were totally stunned to see, like, he doesn't have a butt, but he's got, yep. like, a gut? And then he's no, just like, have- this is why I got a front butt. Yeah. Got a front butt. And then I got all the penis that I need for my family. <laughs> and I've got I've got a, an interesting body. And they should look at it and understand that they could look like that, too, when they get older. And unfortunately, what they don't actually truly understand mm-hmm. is that I look like this when I was 10. Absolutely. And nothing has changed. Right from your grave. Right from your grave. Well, speaking of horrible mysteries, okay. I, I that besides my body, thank you. There is, I love this fucking story. I love this story. It was sent to us by a couple of people, and I love it. And I think that it, like this is the, like primo Yerman mystery. Uh oh, that's not three good. people. Three people were shot to death with crossbows. Oh, my God. Then the police found Wills, according to the Washington Post. Wapo! Now, this is a, this story is very, very interesting. It is. A hotel worker in southern Germany knocked on a door Saturday morning, and when the guests did not enter, the vaca opened up the three-bedroom suite to find a grisly scene. Hmm. One woman was dead on the floor near a bed with a crossbow bolt in her fucking neck. Ooh. Before her, a man and a woman were killed with a single bolt each to the heart and the head. They died holding each other's hands. Jeez. Now, the deaths vexed authorities in Bavaria as they raced for clues and what appeared to be the, some sort of triple slaying. And they don't know. Because this was a nice little hotel okay. in Pauseur near the Austrian border, which ultimately, this getting up into all of this shit's fucked up. So they found these three people. Okay. They apparently, they showed up to the hotel the night before on the Friday night. No bags. Uh, they are identified as Farina C., 
Torsten W., who was the man who was 53, and Kirsten E., who was 33. Verena C. was 30. So it's two younger women hmm. and an old dude. They walked in all wearing black. The woman, the women were wearing these black skin-tight dresses. Weird. And Torsten had a long white beard, like Santa Claus. When they walked into the hotel, they checked in. All they got with all they had was cokes and waters. They went up to their rooms. Hours later, when reception went home, they went out to their car. Must have been. Apparently, they have some surveillance video of them walking out to their cars because uh-huh. they had no bags with them. Where they grabbed two duffel bags that had crossbows in them. Jeez. They then, I guess, what it appears to be, it was Torsten and Kirsten held hands while Farina seemed to bucka bucka shoot them in the chest and in the head with crossbow bolts, and then apparently turn the crossbow on herself. Well, now, now hold they didn't on know a second. Who- now, I don't even think Hawkeye. Uh, from the famous Marvel comics, could kill himself with a crossbow. How do you? Because he's not sad enough. How do you? Well, we, he might actually be he's sad not, enough. Hawkeye he is like be. considered to be like one of the sadder characters because everyone's like, "You are just a dude," and he's like, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah. Yes, I am a bisexual man. <laughs> Um, but how would one kill themselves with a crossbow? Because you have to have distance for for the arrow that's to it. fly. I feel like it's the same as Cobain when he took off his own hat. A part of it was that was that you have to get the angle. You could do it with your thumb. They're, they all they work with like a trigger, like a. Uh, let me see the the model. Yes, of crossbow. I, I've definitely seen. If you go to like Gander Mountain, you can see some crossbows that are like basically semi-automatic. Uh, you don't necessarily have to pull the thing back anymore, like your Robin Hood. Um, no, it's fucking sweet, dude. It's, well, they've then what they end up finding, they found fucking wills. So now at first they okay. didn't know what the hell this shit was going on. They had no clue what was going on. With these, uh, with these murders, they just found three dead people with crossbow bolts, Jeez. fucking hanging out of them in this room. And Man, it, these crossbows look fucking sweet. The prosecutors have said there were no signs of a struggle, and there was no sign that anybody else uh, was involved. Initial evidence appears to suggest that the younger woman first shot the other two, and then herself. German news agency Deepa. Deepa, 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 quoted a prosecutor <laughs> as saying, adding that it appeared to be a case of, quote, killing on demand or yep. suicide. Um, the deaths have been linked to the deaths of two women found dead Monday in the younger woman's apartment. That is just well, this is this is the opposite. Insane. So now, so th- what they have now since come up. So when this first hit, people didn't know what was going on okay. with the story. They so they just found three people dead with crossbow bolts in them. They now have found Wills in the room for at least Torsten and Kirsten. Okay, which shows that this was premeditated. They think it was some kind of uh, murder suicide pact. But in the apartment of Farina, right. they found two more dead women: a nineteen-year-old and I believe another like forty-plus-year-old, thirty-five. Uh, 35-year-old woman in her apartment that were also dead. They so don't know cool. what the hell is going on. They don't know what's going on. They were not murdered by crossbow. They're they're doing, uh, they have to, the identities and connections to the victims in Pasol, Bavaria. They're unknown. No one knows the full, the, the, the connections are going on. We, I, I'm fascinated by the story yeah. when we're just getting into it. Apparently, Torsten had multiple tattoos of medieval alchemists or natural philosophers. And uh, it, it said uh, for the past five months, uh, he owned a shop called Miletus Conductius. What does that mean? It's M-I-L-I-T-E-S 
C E O N D U C T I U S. Is that any word? I think it's called uh, Mom Pick Me Up. I don't know. It's for medieval weapons, <laughs> so I'm not sold, really yeah, sure. Yeah, it honestly sounds like a pretty kick ass store. It sold swords, axes, knives, flags, and clothing, as well as, Henry, you'll like this mead. There's the, the most disgusting of all the liquors. <laughs> Have you had mead? I've had mead one time, although I really want to do a Ren Fair. I'm like, I just want to go, yes. and I want to get stones thrown at me. Hopefully, they're fake stones, but I want the chicken leg. I want the mead. I just want to see what would that do to me. No, it's weird. It's a weird drunk. I've yeah. had some ale, too, but it's too. I'm, I think what I've had was too fucking sweet. Oh, man, these crossbows I'm looking at, this 10-point Nitro X AccuDraw Pro crossbow package, that's $2,000 fucking dollars. Ooh. This thing looks fucking sweet. I want one of these. Jeez, I don't think you can legally have it in Los Angeles. Evidently, you can legally have crossbows in Germany, which is fine. Um, you're going to be 18 plus. You can't have guns, but you can. if you're over 18, you can have a crossbow, which fucking kills you just as dead. Yeah, and I mean, just, it just makes you a cooler sniper. Um, this so is, cool. This is according to the dude who did the autopsy he says we assume that no other people were involved in the deaths of the three so there's a total of five a total of Mm -hmm. five people dead and we don't know um if it was like do you think this is a small uh, a coven or a cult or like i mean seems to be I uh I mean my first reaction is that it's got it gives me a lot of like order of the solar temple vibes. That was like the first thing I thought of as being like they obvi- they've arc- they've orchestrated this, they have been thinking about this. This was heavily planned. Mm-hmm. Those other two people might have been killed probably because they were trying to stop them, but they don't know how they were dead yet. They just found two dead bodies. Jeez. So they don't, it looks like they might have been poisoned, which is interesting. That is crazy. All of this is fun. Absolutely. So um, that story just broke. That just happened. We'll follow up on it, I guess, as the there's no one alive. So it's not like we can really have court transcripts to go with here. So hopefully they can give us a little bit more information. Do we know what's in the wills yet? Did they release that or are they just like, no, we found these wills and that's. They just said we found the will. We've said we found the wills. Okay. Well, I hope. Wow, look at these repeating crossbows. That's fucking dope. Hopefully they willed those crossbows over to somebody like a young Henry Zabrowski, a young German Augustus Henry Zabrowski, who is going to be more than happy to receive his crossbows in the mail. The best part about these crossbows. I can use them to harpoon so many sausages. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look, man, look at these. This repeating crossbows rule. This rifle crossbow is fucking awesome. <laughs> Have you seen any of these? I don't, I'm not looking at the same webpage you are. It's, but it's yes. got a sight on it. Yes. All right, Henry. Do your crossbow shopping when the show is over, okay? Why? Because we have to do the show. We can't. This isn't just Henry looks on Amazon trying to find a crossbow hour. This is the only thing that matters to me now. <laughs> Look at this Raven crossbow, Raven R20 sniper package. It blasts bolts and speeds up to 430 FPS. It's got a sniper scope. What does the FPS mean, Henry? Ah. <laughs> Fro- frogs, frogs, per science. Whoa, frogs, that's a lot. It's very frogs, fast. per science. No, look at this. It's a ready-to-hunt crossbow. Deal with deadly downrange accuracy. All right, surviving the game. You want to be a serial killer? You found the white, right planet um, because we make it fun. It's not just- We do make it we fun. We make it fun. But- I will say, you know what also someone sent to us in the mail that I will not read? I tried to read it, and I almost fucking got sick. What's that? Someone sent us some last podcast and left, uh, what's it called, X Fiction. 
some us? D- from yeah, like sexual shit, <laughs> like oh, sex no. stories. No this stiff is, there's a, a, there is one that involves <laughs> me making out with you until did, you're into it. How did it's you get to this point? So Hold disgusting. on a second. What Someone mental leap? Us. What, what what mental leap did you take to get to this? I don't know. I was thinking about crossbows, and then, and then I was, oh I, I don't know, man. I saw the term cocked. I see. Okay, very good. Well, if you want a movie that has some really cool crossbow kills in it, Revenge. Revenge is a great film on yeah, Netflix right now. Yeah, it's a good one. There's some pretty kick-ass crossbow kills in that. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, we'll see if there's any follow-up on what's going on over there in, in, in my motherland of Germany. Um, or maybe it's a cl- case closed. Who knows what the Germans do anymore? Um, all right. Well, I got a fun little story here. We talked about penises before. Maybe we should just, should we stay in the world of penis? Have we ever left? (laughs) So a woman was arrested after trespassing at at the CIA headquarters three days in a row. But that's not the only thing that makes this weird. I would assume the CIA has some strange groupies that just kind of like go in and walk around. But she had a specific request. Her request was asking for agent, quote, agent penis. Uh, Police have filed a (laughs) criminal complaint against a woman after she allegedly trespassed on CIA's headquarters four times since April 22nd, asking to speak with Agent Penis. The woman, 58-year-old Jennifer Hernandez, had attempted to enter the agency three days in a row, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And on April 22nd, case files uh, allege that Hernandez walked into the CIA headquarters through the main vehicle entrance after she was stopped by a CIA officer. She said that she had applied for employment at the agency and that her recruiter had told her to come to the complex. I... (laughs) Good for her. I do... All right. The way I'm sort of maybe postulating this story in my mind was that she is desperate for work she saw some sort of fake some sort of craigslist ad maybe for you too can work for the CIA or something and she filed she filed an application with them and then when agent i'm imagining his name was rudolph Penis, whoever decided to get back to her, the fake email, they called themselves Agent Penis, where she was just so either desperate for work or mentally ill that she just decided that this was lit and it, I, I, that this was legit. And I could see the guy just going to be like, yeah, my name's uh, Agent Penis. Oh, leave this woman. <laughs> fucking I'll see you Wednesday or some shit. I mean, you know what? The CIA needs You're some- going to want to come by Wednesday to check out your, your application really checks out, so we're going to move you on in the second round. So, um, yeah, there's your fucking... Yeah, Wednesday will be fucking good. Oh, bitch. my. Yeah. Jennifer Hernandez, perhaps she was a victim of a, a horrible practical joke gone wrong. She arrived via lift and asked again to see the recruiter. They said, get out of here. Uh, then she came back in an Uber the next day, and she said, I want to speak to my recruiter. And then the officers were like, leave. And then finally on May 3rd, Hernandez showed up asking for her North Carolina ID, which officer had unintentionally kept in storage. And then finally on May 3rd, Hernandez showed up asking for her North Carolina ID, which officers had unintentionally kept in storage storage she also asked to speak with agent penis and now i don't know why they kept her id card um but evidently she did i have think to she go just back. left it i think she just left it oh. honestly i think that she is an ill woman because a part of it was the her showing up again and again and again i mean that's what gets you arrested right where you just straight up keep 
arriving at the CIA asking for Agent Penis. Right. Um, the joke is not is some for some reason it never really settled in, thinking that this was could go somewhere. Also, I think what happened. You could maybe even see, because maybe she'll issue some sort of statement in the future. Maybe. But she probably interviewed, she probably emailed him back saying like, um, H Special Agent Penis, I arrived at your office and they said that there's no such thing as a Special Agent Penis. And he's like, yeah, it's because of CIA. Everything's a double, double secret. It is. And they can't even know my real, real, real name or our real, real, real appointment time. You make them listen. You go back and you persevere. And she's like, all right, Special Agent Penis, but it seems like they were pretty adamant oh. that there was no Agent Penis. And then he has to go buy oh. back. So <laughs> and then she got got, She man. did. She was given back her North Carolina ID, and the officers were just like, go on the bus. Apparently there was a bus. When the bus arrived, she told the officers, do you really think I'm going to leave? So then they arrested her, and she was charged with Class B misdemeanor offense and is currently being held at the Alexandria City Jail. So it's just a Class B misdemeanor. I say leave this woman alone. She's just looking for agent penis. She obviously doesn't. Maybe there's a perhaps a language barrier she, where she doesn't quite get the joke. But I know CIA operatives, and they have a very dark, sick sense of humor. So I bet you they actually yeah. thought this was very funny. Absolutely. Of course they did. It's why they, uh, they killed JFK. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah, good laughs. You can't trust them. Um, and also, uh, when it comes to this poor woman, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there looking for an agent penis. Um, all right, that's agent penis. I mean, so much penis news this week. It's crazy. You know, when I was in uh, seventh grade, I forget the name of the teacher. She was mean. She was our home, our phys ed teacher. No, um, what health teacher. And uh, every time she would say the word penis during sex ed, I would laugh. And then she would yeah. say penis vagina, and I would laugh. And then she made me stand up in the class, and I had to say penis vagina over and over and over again. <laughs> or maybe I just did that because people were like, you're laughing every time she says penis. And I'm like, I can hear, I said penis, 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 penis. I don't care. Now is it funny? But Now is it funny to hear him say penis and vagina? People thought Meanwhile, the class just must be fucking dying. Oh, no, I crushed it. That was as easy as it gets when it comes to Good seventh grade humor, um, just shouting the word penis in class and not really getting in trouble for it because that was. No, you were asked to do it. It was a punishment. I know it. She thought that you could embarrass you. She thought that she could embarrass you, but it turns <laughs> out we are unembarrassable. <laughs> yes. It's sort of a superpower, except for the fact that it also makes us chase away everybody we've. That, Anybody who's ever loved us. Yep, that's the problem. All right, let's see, Henry. What story do you want to go on to now? Because well, we actually have this. This has been an interesting week. I think so. I have a great letter from a listener okay. that I could read. Cool. Uh, this is a letter. I love these. St- I mean, obviously, I love this type of. Obviously, I love this type of shit. This is a guy um, by the name of David. He sent us a great email about his father. Okay. And an orb. <gasps> a few weeks ago, I finished listening to your series on Skinwalker Ranch, and something you described from it was exactly what my dad described seeing back in his childhood home of McAllen, Texas. Hmm. Ever since he was a teenager, my dad has been obsessed with the paranormal. And I think a lot of it is because of this incident. In the second episode, about 68 minutes in, you described Tom encountering a floating orb. When my father was a young teen, probably 13 to 15, living in McAllen, he and his friends were playing football in the street late in the afternoon when they saw something rustling in the tree stumps. Uh-oh. He then described this orb emerging out of it and start moving in their direction. 
He said the orb was a little smaller than a basketball and had a greenish-blue glow. Hmm. He said as it got closer, it looked like there was a liquid-slash-vapor inside of it, and it made a crackling sound. This is literally legit, breaking from the letter, exactly what they described at Skinwalker Ranch. Right, right. Cool. He said it looked like it had sparks of electricity buzzing around it. Like Tom describes in the episode, my dad said it looked like it was intelligently moving. Hmm. Like it noticed them playing and went to observe. He said it got close enough that he almost decided to throw the football at it, but then it took off into the trees again and disappeared. When you describe that orb in the episode, it was almost word for word what my dad has been describing. And that story he has told me several times over at least the last 15 to 20 years. I sent him that episode and he said it was freaky how similar your description was. Anyway, huge fan of the show. And he says a bunch of lovely things. Thank you, David, for your letter. All right. Well, that is awesome to have... um some kind of corroboration with our Skinwalker Ranch episodes. Thank you so much. Corroboration. Uh, and, of course, you can email us at uh, sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com with all of your spooky, spooky tales. Um, let's see here. Is it time for Hero of the Week, or do we want to do one more story? I think it's time for Hero of the Week. Uh, We're getting to it. All right, let's do Hero of the Week. Recordings of number stations. I love listening to them. It is if Kenny <laughs> Uh, this week's Hero of the Week. Now, Henry, you're going to love this guy. This guy Good. is truly maybe the best hero of the week we've had so far. A, Wonderful. A student has been crowned a legend after tasting KFC food for two years with fake data. A 27-year-old student was branded legend by social media after reports of the South African having been arrested for eating KFC free for over a year by yep. lying that the head office sent him to taste the food to see if it was up to standard. This is what we're talking about here. Yes, he should be arrested. Yes. He's an entrepreneur. This is the so creative smart. thing we need in this country. You got to think big outside of the box. Absolutely. People will pay attention to people who say that they are members of, a, of an authority group. You just have to lie always. And say you're the boss. It's like when you work in retail yep. and someone says, I'd like to speak to your manager. And then you can be like, I am the manager. I did that a couple of times when I worked at Borders uh-huh. and it works every time because people don't know. Exactly. Well, you know my story with that when I was when I was at the Moxie Hotel in Minneapolis and I the guy didn't answer. The, I got there at three o'clock in the morning. It's pouring rain. I got my luggage. I'm like a homeless rat. And the yes. guy doesn't answer the door for 20 minutes. And then finally he does. And I'm like super pissed off. And I'm like, he was like, I was in the bathroom. And I'm like, well, that was a long squeeze. And then I said, let me speak to your manager. And he gave me the phone number. And I dialed it up on my cell phone. And I start and, I, and someone answers. And I start screaming at the phone. And then I look up. And it was he that answered the phone right across from me. <laughs> and it was the, it was the it was just the phone that was next to him and then he said yeah it's me i'm the manager and then i said oh and then and then i went to the casino instead so that is how you do it oh god just be the boss i feel like that's an important message for all all, all people remember 
you can always just be the boss it was just- if you just put on a <laughs> boss's hat, uh-huh. even if it's invisible. Absolutely. So the student uh, will now appear in court for fooling KFC uh, employees around Durban. I would assume that's in South Africa. Into thinking he was sent from the KFC headquarters. He was so convincing that it took them two years to realize they were being robbed. He had a name card from the head office and, a, and he awesome. would dress very smart. And also, listen to this, Henry. He would arrive in a limo. This guy <laughs> is incredible. He would arrive in a limo. He's losing to get, money on the limo. I love He's th- losing money on the limo to even do it, even to just to get the $3 chicken. It, it is incredible. So it, this is according to the part-time limo driver who was also his accomplice. He says, when he arrived, we'd all try to act our best so we don't piss off the man from head office. He was so convincing <laughs> because he was so confident, and even colleagues from other KFC stores knew him. When he comes in, he rushed to the kitchen and checks everything, taking notes, and then asks for samples of whatever he <laughs> Wants. He probably worked for KFC before because he does know everything. Um, this is just, and now it's just buckets of Kentucky Fried Chicken for him forever. I'm gonna say free this dude. This man's a hero. Uh, he just free him, man. Let it, I honestly, if they, if KFC knew what the hell they were doing. They'd hire him. Absolutely they because would. Because they kept these people up to speed. I feel like this guy is the future of the company. I agree. You need quick thinkers. You need smart thinkers. It's like when people hire hackers that get into the Pentagon totally. in order to work like against the hacking. You need these guys to figure out how to keep people in line because they were all suitably very scared of him. Absolutely. He played the part of the boss so well that all those could go to the Kentucky Fried Chicken employees, they were shaking in their visors. He showed up. Waiting for him to come. He showed up in a limo like Rick Flair. I mean, he literally dre- you dress for the job you want. This guy's in South Africa. I'm going to say immigration. Go get them, bring them to the States. This is the kind of entrepreneurial attitude we need in this country. I love this man. And honestly, KFC, uh, when it comes to chicken, it's uh, you know it's it's chicken. It's it's Jeff we've talked chicken. about this. Yeah, Popeyes. I know you like Popeyes. Popeyes better. is the one. Now Popeyes is the good one. Uh huh. Well, anyway, this unnamed mm-hmm. hero is the hero of the week. This is ah oh God, it's very inspiring because it really is. It's like you got it. You got to show up for the job that you want. Absolutely, man. and he wanted get to, that chicken, man. Um, all right, so let's see. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. I just want uh, creepy dip. tale of, of true I crime. Wanna, I just want to dip our toe. Okay, into okay. This one because this one, I'm not. I feel like this is going to be a bigger story than we want to cover. Because also another story that I do want to bring up eventually is that I think I talked about Chris Watts a little bit on the show. Oh, the, the guy that ki- killed his entire yes, family. Yes. I watched a whole YouTube video of, I know, listen, I see the doubt in your eyes. No, I, but listen to YouTube me. is where you find it, yeah. I saw this video of the walkthrough of his house, Ooh. and it has some pretty good EVP on it. What do you mean EVP? Like, ghost voices. No, but I mean, it's but pretty were, they, were, they, were they actually ghost hunting? No, but they someone took the footage of the police walkthrough of the home and did bump outs of some EVP that they oh, felt that they heard. okay. It's pretty good. Okay, well, good. yeah, let's look into that. That sounds really it's fun. It's very scary. Because God knows- It's good and creepy. It's good, like, fucking blazing a bong, like, while you're, like- Getting a little stoned while your wife is asleep. Dude, I'll tell you. Jack, and you're in the other room. Jack from The Shining would look at Chris Watts and be like, bro, you need to go see a therapist. Something happened to that man. And because that murder is 
freaking disgusting. And actually, I think I he think we, was always a psychopath. Yeah. I think he was always a very dangerous person. I think the way they got together was really <sighs> weird. Nasty. Um, again, it's just Facebook has the worst emotional vampirism that exists. Yep. That place is just a uh, it is a cesspool. Like it be is. careful who you meet online. Always always remember that. Absolutely. Uh, so this is a story. Break it up. Break up Facebook. I'll talk about that on Abling It's Top Hat. We we'd like to talk about breaking up Facebook with a big old sledgehammer. Break it. I'd love to see it. Yes. I'd love to see it. Um, so this is a guy. Okay. This is a Cape Cod man who went by the name of Sovereign, who's who murdered somebody in the Appalachian Trail. Hmm. I guess people had been warning them about him. This is a very interesting. This is a very interesting story. He was nicknamed Sovereign. Uh, he had been terrorizing hikers in the Appalachian Trail with a knife so large it looked like a machete. Over the past several weeks, hikers who had run into him posted warnings on social media or called the police. Jeez. Because apparently he was going apeshit. A 30-year-old from West Yarmouth, he had, a, he had a history of arrests for unstable and erratic behavior, including an attack on staff at Cape Cod Hospital in 2013. Jeez. This brutal slaying in southwestern Virginia sent waves of fear coursing through the close-knit community of Appalachian Trail hikers. And they say that like they felt that this track... They felt this attack was on its way. Right. The whole trail community is spooked right now, said one woman. This, now, this is, it's very interesting. They say violent crime on the trail, because the Appalachian Trail is very scary to me, because, like, it's I don't scary. like nature. Yeah. Na- nature scares of me. Course. The idea of being out there for so long, I can't. Oh, well, my God. It's not just the animals. Obviously, it's the knife-wielding maniacs as well. You got, you got animals, you got nature, and then you have a crazy human being that could kill you. It's the trifecta of death. But this guy, Sovereign, became like a character on the trail, which is like, it is, I, I guess it is over 2,200 miles long from Maine to Georgia. The shit's insane. Damn. Uh, in one YouTube video, a couple described running into the man late last month as he hiked with a dog he had picked up on the trail. The couple say they heard the dog yelp, and the man tell the animal, it's your fault I had to punch you because you showed your teeth at me. Oh, Jesus. The name of He the- also threatened to rip the dog's legs off and eat them. Jesus. The name of this guy is James L. Jordan. Um, on uh, This was recently. Uh, Jordan allegedly approached four hikers near the George Washington and Jefferson National Forest. Uh, that's according to a criminal complaint. Jordan was known to the hikers who had previously seen on the social media all this kind of stuff there. As Henry just said, Jordan was acting, quote, disturbed and unstable and was playing his guitar and singing when he approached the group. <laughs> what? A long, long time oh, ago. I love this song. When I can still McQueen, remember yeah. how that music used to make me smile. Oh, yeah. You like the guitar fill? And I knew if I had That's my great, chance yeah. that I can you make know, those people, people dance and maybe make them happy for, for a while. while. Hey, guys, I can't help but notice you're sleeping. Yeah. What if I poured gasoline on you and burnt you to death? Is this a, is this a different rendition of this? Oh, no! It me shiver <laughs> every piece of newspaper I delivered. So later Friday evening, the group made camp near uh, Virginia with George Washington and within George Washington and the Jefferson National Forest. When Jordan allegedly began approaching the hikers' tents, making noises and threatening to kill them, according to the probable cause statement, through the tents, Jordan allegedly threatened to pour gasoline on them, burn them to death, prompting the hikers to pack up and leave. I would say that's a pretty good sign. I think that's but when apparently- you kind of get up and go. 
but it worked on two of them. And when he, they left, he chased two of them away. And then he returned to the campsite. Two hikers were still there. Jordan argued with one of them and then stabbed him to death. Oh, Jesus. So the female victim ran away after, after watching the first victim fall to the ground. But Jordan caught up to her as well as she began to tire. According to court documents, she turned to face Jordan, raising her hands as if to surrender. And Jordan allegedly stabbed her multiple times. And there is a picture of this man and... Holy hell! He is. Uh, he's got long blonde hair. He's white. He's thin. Kind of. He's definitely uh, schizophrenic in some ways. I'm sure. He well, looks like he apparently sort of there was a one thing is that one thing the way they caught him is other hikers they called police. I guess he had been blocking people from crossing a road, brandishing a machete, and demanding that they give him a password. And he Whoa. said that what he was telling people as he was going through it was going to be a bad day for hikers on the trail. It's going to be a bad day for you. Oh, I- Jordan, he was also slurring his words. He was charged technically when they picked him up with a public intoxication, possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. But I, I won't play him the weed. Oh, no, no. This man has obviously going through a massive psychotic break. The slain, the slain was the first murder in the Appalachian Trail, a 2000, as Henry mentioned, 2000 uh, mile wilderness path. And it was the first slain since 2011 when hiker Scott Lilly uh, of South Bend, Indiana, was slain and left in a shallow grave. Uh, so 2011, 2019. That's actually not that bad of a record when it comes to the deaths on the Appalachian Trail. Uh, th- that's doing. That's just it. It's actually a fairly safe place. Yeah, apparently. it seems like it. Um, and of course, the most infamous murder of the Appalachian Trail happened in May of 1981, uh, when the bodies of two hikers, Robert Mountford Jr. and Laura Susan Ramsey, both of Maine, were found in their sleeping bags. Uh, Mountford had been shot three times in the face, while Ramsey was re- repeatedly stabbed with a long nail. Um, so, my God, it is scary stuff. <sighs> Yeah, man, be careful on the trail. You got to be careful out there. We have a lot of we have a lot of listeners who are hikers and people that travel alone quite a bit. Yes, You're, you got to remember, don't trust anybody. Absolutely. And by the way, the person who committed those murders, uh, if you want to feel really safe, Randall Lee Smith, uh, he was arrested in the double homicide. Uh, he was paroled in 1996 after serving 15 years of the 30 year sentence. Smith returned to the Appalachian Trail in 2008 and was arrested for shooting and wounding two fishermen near where he killed Mountford and Ramsey. And you know, I'm like, hey, let's not incarcerate people for drug offenses, nonviolence. But I'm just going to say maybe this dude, maybe he just kind of needs to stay away from trails and uh, perhaps lockup might be the best spot for him. I think that sometimes j- jail is good, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but it does feel like these people are dangerous. And yeah, I'm going to say, you know what links all these guys? It's hiking. Uh, you know what? And I think maybe hiking is the problem. It's, it, it certainly opens up the doorway to discover a dead body. That is Because think sure. about how bored you get when you're hiking. I like hiking, yeah, but I look at trays, you know. I'll look at a flower for a while. If a possum's there, I'll look at the possum. Of course. You know, like, I'll do that. I'm fine with all that. That's fine. But it gets boring after a while. So you start seeing people coming down the trail the opposite way. Like, I could see how if you're particularly disturbed or particularly bored, you could think, like, huh, what if I just start pushing people over the ledge of this cliff? Because, you know, it's fun. You're trying to mix it up. And honestly, but that's also intrusive thoughts. When th- those intrusive are thoughts. intrusive you're thoughts. Supposed to, you're not supposed to work. You're not supposed to behave on those. No, you need your little you need your little brain bouncer to say, get out of here, intrusive thought. You've had too much to drink. Time to close up the bar. Um, but, of course, the Appalachian Trail, I mean, it's huge. Even in Central Park, you go in Central Park here in Manhattan, you forget that you're in the city, and it's relatively small. Of course, can 
compared to the Appalachian Trail. So I think you just get out there, you get to live like a wild person, you forget society even exists, and next thing you know, you're killing people. But you know what's nice about Central Park? You can get that dick sucked. I don't know about that. I don't. The brambles. The brand. I. I mean, I got the. I. I got a case of the runs when I tried to do a five k marathon to help. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, for ALS or cancer or something. But I would pay money to see you. I lost in a marathon. I lost a five k. I was the last person to to finish the cross the, to cross the finish line in the five k. And I actually right in front of me was a special needs kid um, who. Beat me because again I had the runs. I had I drank some bad water. I truly had a smart water, and it gave me a bad bad case. That's and then that is um, fake. and so that is they were fake. All, is it, did you drink? No, that was true. That, that is fake. That's true. That's not true. No, that is one hundred percent true. I drank smart. There's water. There's no way you got bad water. No, I did from it was, a smart no, it water was, bottle. It was, the, it was a flavored smart water. I swear to God, there is no. I, there can, is I have no way. Pepper was it's there. It's not bottled in Tijuana. No, I don't. It's know. not like also, bottled from the the no, gutter I, of hey, buddy, the Bronx. Something happened in there. I have an ex girlfriend that we can talk to about. It. I have multiple sources. Anyway, as the chai, as the special needs kid was crossing, everyone was applauding like wow. And then here I come, and then everyone <laughs> stopped. Applauding oh. and then just left, and then it was another moment in embarrassing Ben Kissel well, running history. I have never not finished last when we had to run the mile in eighth grade. Always last. It was me and because well, you're not built for speed. That's not what you're supposed to do. That's not your purpose. In no, life. no, it's not. No, you're supposed to be, have big swinging arms. You're supposed to do the like the Hodor. I don't even know anything about Game of Thrones, but the Hodor hold the door. That's what you're supposed to do. Your job, technically, one day is that you'll hold a finger in a hole in a dam. <laughs> That's what you were born I, to hey do. Hey, man, I'd save the day. Don't even worry about that. Um, all but, right. but I think the Brambles is still where you can have a lot of gay sex. Okay, good. Well, I mean, have a lot of fun. You know, be safe. That's all that matters. Um, yes, we are quantum. But remember this, guys, please send letters. If you were with the US, if U.S. Navy, send that shit. I want to hear more UFO stories. I want to read them. I need to, we need to build the, the giant heaving mounds mm. of breasts that will be uh, the UFO tales that will slowly push the uh, disclosure off the mountain. I don't know. I don't know, No, man. sure. That's, that's perfect. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening uh, to— Live every day yeah, you like you it. know— you live every day knowing for a fact that when you get that limo, you're on your way to get your free chicken. Free chicken. You gotta love that free ass chicken. Love your job, man. If you're doing what you're, if you're doing what you're, what you love, you're never at work. Well, but you, know what I mean? but you just so you still have to actually work, though. Do you think it's not work to hire the limo? To show up to get all of the the you have to at least learn some of the lingo. You have to learn all KFC the lingo in order to talk about them. Talk to the BTS and be in the BTS of the BTS world of KFC. You got to know how the machines Absolutely. work. Absolutely, that. that takes a lot of footwork. Yes, it does. So, love your job. That's what this guy did. And laugh when you're sitting in the back of that limo. You got some sparkling wine. Mm. You got that free ass chicken. Oh, yeah. Woo. Oh, yeah. You're the boss now, baby. Absolutely. And don't forget, everyone, we're going to see you in beautiful Kansas City. Cannot wait. I'm going to get some barbecue.
And uh, we're already having we're having barbecue delivered to the green. Oh, wonderful! Can't wait to see you all there. And also, let's see what else do we got? We got we got. Is this Denver? We got Denver. Yeah, San Salt Lake and City. Salt Lake City. Is that this run? Yeah, it's Kansas yes. City, Denver, and Jesus Salt Lake Christ. City. I cannot wait. I'm, I think I want an extra day in Salt Lake City because I like going to the. I like the Capitol. It's good exercise to get up there, climb the Capitol steps. Just do you can do that. Man. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I can. You can. You can. You you can do yeah. that. You can leave anytime you want. You can just stay there if you want. Also, your pretty face is going to hell. New episodes every Friday on Adult Swim at midnight. We got these next two are super funny, and I hope that you enjoy them. Absolutely. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you all so much uh, for listening. Hail Satan. Thank you for the job. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail me, you bastard. And let's do a Magustalations once. Oh, also, I want to thank uh, Alana Glazer. I should have done this up top. Oh, man. I want to thank Alaza, uh, Alana Glazer. Of course, uh, you know, Broad City. Uh, check out all of the work that she does. She's phenomenal. She does not need us promoting her anyway, but, no, uh, she's, but she's a wonderful person. She had a little shiva um, for Kevin Barnett. And so I want to thank her for putting that together. It was so great to see everyone. And, uh, you know, this this year has been bizarre, but we're getting through it. So I just want to thank her for putting that uh, putting all of that together. And uh, Magustalations, everyone. Absolutely. Live your life, love your dreams. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs who are looking to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for a creative way to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. If I needed to give a class on digging holes, I'd do it. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand. Upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills. And tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or you can sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash left.